This is Mr. Impact Wrestling himself, Moose, and you're listening to the Irish Whip. Hookers? Hookers and Coke? Hookers and Coke, man. You're the only pro wrestler I know that wants to do this shit in the morning. Yeti, you're a f***ing moron. Put it this way, I think Sammy Callahan might as well just change his name to Invader I want to know why. Like, he can dodge any question. Like, I'll tell anyone that. You can tell me the f- but I, I'm going to ask specific questions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestlingNewsSource.com all the rest of you yahoos are out there dilly-dilly you little wankers, we're actually receiving real wrestling news. This is Brett screwed Brett. I'm Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Hold two arm bar. Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts, I hate your wristbands, I hate your shoes, I hate your music, I hate the C-Nation, I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Up here. Uh, JP here. Uh, here this week with Josh. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. Josh, what's going on? I'm so... I hate you. I just realized that. <laughs> Guys, just so you know, we just did about 15 minutes and I didn't hit record. <laughs> and I didn't. The best part is, I didn't tell Josh. I just literally hit record and started over. Oh, my God. So, Josh, I mean, why don't you tell us about CZW? And like, because you got like a love for them and you, you, you just always have. You've been a huge fanboy of CZW. And talk about this best of the best tournament and kind of what went down. Dude, I've, I, I would love to take the time to talk about all of it. Um, but I just want to talk about Anthony. Like really that's it. And I don't mean no, I don't mean disrespect to the tournament. I don't mean disrespect to CZW, but this kid is, he's been, uh, he's been part of our lives for over a decade now. And, I mean, he's somebody that's pretty special to us in a lot of ways. And he called it last year on our show. I mean, he, he said, I, I, I'm going to be in CZW. He yeah. did everything he possibly could. That happened um, six months ago, about six months ago. Yeah, um, roughly, I'd say. Yeah. Close. yeah. If not and, less than that. Yeah, it probably was less. But, but he was. Um, in the best of the best tournament, which has always been one of the best tournaments in professional wrestling, hands down. Uh, just and it, you know, everybody says CZW is uh, blood, gore, ultra violence. It, it absolutely is. But the other parts of that, um, you know, the Jugulaks of professional wrestling are CZW. The Dean Ambroses are CZW. You know, the MJFs are CZW. That's serious shit, man. That's that's huge. Plus, you know, I, we can toot his horn now. He's he's, I can legitimately say he's carried that belt, even if it was for a short time. He was he was <laughs> under thirty minutes, but he's in the record books. Yeah, and that was like what me and him texted that night, and he was like, "Dude, I don't care how long it was for. I'm in the books as the CZW Heavyweight Champ. Like that's that's forever." That's at Retro AG, correct? Yes. 
on all platforms. I believe so. Retro yeah. Anthony Green, just freaking Google him and like watch his matches. Kid's insane. Kid is so freaking talented. It's um, when he first started out as a ref, I didn't see it. You know, well, I didn't think you, how could be... you? He fucking weighed a buck twenty wet. Right. He went from being a chubby little kid to a skinny adult to just being like what the what independent wrestling is today. You know what I mean? Plus, he just signed contract with Evolve, and yeah. like you stated um, before, is that's like the you know that's the that's the rookie or A ball for the WWE. Yeah. It really is. That's the the kind of the NXT breeding grounds. I mean, Walter and all a lot of those guys all came from there. So, so did well, your your so did your buddies that just went up there to Raw. Yes. Yes. The experience. The best part was Kurt Hawk. It was either Kurt Hawkins or Zach Ryder posted on Twitter. Like I feel like I just got beat up by a by a couple of Vikings, and I got to comment, but was it an experience? <laughs> <laughs> like this. So, all right. We um, love I, love we love Hawkins and Ryder, dude. You know that. I'm a Mark. I, I'm a huge Mark. In even if they never held the titles, because they know I don't think they're going to hold them for too much longer. I think. I think the run is going to be about three to four more months with um, with the Viking experience chasing it. And then the Viking experience, because th- it's so marketable. People can hate on that name all they want, but it is so marketable. There's so much you can do with that gimmick-wise, and, um, cons- and um, there's just so much you can sell as far as that, like, the Viking experience on a horn that you drink your beer out of. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. But you know, I'm a purist, man. Like I'm such a purist. It hurts. So then you should want to see Ivor as Todd Hansen, which is what you saw him as on Sunday night heat 10 years ago. Not that far, dude. You know, that's, I mean, that's the thing is like people involved gimmicks, Gimmicks, gimmicks change. Gimmicks evolve, and the gimmick hasn't really changed. Really, just the name did. Okay, but here's here's the hard part for me. Like, just me as a uh, having a business acumen, correct, and looking at this as on a business side. Um, if this name was not thought out, like now you have to figure out how to market this. It's so simple. People love Vikings, dude. I am one. Well, people love Vikings other than you in the Minnesota (laughs) ones. Definitely not the Minnesota ones. There you go. You can put Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar can go on before all of their matches. (laughs) He, He played on the practice squad for the Vikings. Yeah. No, but seriously, like, I just think there's a lot you can do with that. And I really do like it in. It, no matter what, like they're there and they're where they belong. Let's just embrace that. You know what I mean? Can we not embrace Ricochet's new entrance? Why? What's the matter with that? Pew 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 what's pew. The, pew. What's pew. the new entrance? Pew. It's like no lasers. It's like Ricochet's. Like pew pew. Oh. Pew pew pew. It's so bad. 
I I don't know. I I, I I battled through Raw, but I don't know. You watched it. Are you happy with I, like the Superstar Shakeup? Like, are you cool with it? Yeah, I liked it. Um, I think there's some more stuff that's going to happen as a result of it. Like, I think we just talked about this, but no one else had the opportunity to listen. <laughs> um, <laughs> Liv Morgan went to SmackDown. So now that leaves what Sarah Logan and Ruby Riot, right? Right. For the Riot Squad. Now, there's no reason really for those two to be together, in my opinion, especially where Sarah Logan is a Viking. Right. Now you have three Vikings in the. So that's the other reason is like you don't call it like the two Vikings or like just a regular tag team name. You call it the Viking Experience. Maybe Sarah Logan's going to be part of the Viking Experience. Nice. You know, that's that's what I see. What about everybody that's asking for their releases here? I mean, do we want to get in the meat meat and potatoes of of this big thing? Like, do we want to get how everybody in Twitter is getting... Get in the middle of the what? Just get in the middle of this. Did you just say the meat and potatoes? Yes, I did. So, listen. This is going out to you. Dallas. Meat Boys. I... I'm going to beat the Meese. I am going to... So you just brought up meat and potatoes. And that's what me and Dallas over at the Meat Boys, Meats and Tweets, Meats and Tweets, because they're witty like that with the N, like we're witty with our Z at Three Boys on Twitter. Um, They're going to... They think they can beat me in cooking steak. Like, that's... I eat, like, three things. I can cook, like, three things, and steak is one of them. And here's the thing is, I reached out to another friend who who cooks for a living. And I got some advice from uh, our buddy Leo up in the ring and all other sports. Right. Leo used to cater, like, ECW shows, and he still caters a lot of shows, but he does, like, weddings and stuff, too. Right. So I reached out to him and I got some advice on how to cook it. And Dallas, your blowjob steak or your BJ steak, whatever you call it, isn't going to go near anybody's mouth because they're not going to be able to stop eating mine. <laughs> and that's that. Like, and this is the thing: is like they think they can hang with me and talking trash. What's the hashtag we're doing? Beat the meat. Hashtag beat the meat. What's up for grabs here? Like, when is this going down and what's the bet? We we haven't set a time frame yet. I think it's just bragging rights. Uh, so, the Meat Boys, they go live on Wednesdays. They go on tonight. Um, they go this live on Wednesdays. No, I think this is bullshit. I think this is a, I think this is a show for show. Ooh. Like if... Like, we, if, like if we take over can, their show, they take over our show absolutely. for a week. Yep. Ah, uh, I think the challenge has been laid out. But so, but what they do is they talk every week about wrestling and food, and they cook, and they all they bring stuff, and you know they they cook all of this like steak a la whatever, and you know chicken a la mode, and rice pilaf, and all this fancy stuff. That's fancy. <laughs> I was hoping no one would catch that. But like <laughs> so Dallas 
they had some kind of cook-off last year, and Dallas apparently beat the other guys. And what he makes is steak. What I make is steak. And I reached out to my my buddy I know that's the best chef, I, best cook I know, and that was Leo. So I'm plugging as many people as possible in this, but it's all true. Um, okay, not not giving out any secrets or anything, but you guys have you guys agreed on like what but what uh what type of steak you're gonna cook like what are the parameters of the rules so, or like because i'm a we, you know like i'm a, I'm a huge pit master so this is yeah. some serious you gotta you we, gotta we gotta establish some ground rules here. it's gonna be grilled um he had said i could set whatever i wanted as to how to cook it i i decided on grilling because that's where i'm best um as far as that like i'd say anything goes like I'm not going to do a whole lot to mine because I'm going to cook it so well that I'm not going to have to add a whole lot of ingredients. He can do whatever he wants because he's probably going to have some fucking bottom-of-the-barrel piece of meat. And it's not going to top, you know, what what I'm cooking. This is like a bring-your-own-meat-to-the-party type thing. I I always bring my meat to the party. (laughs) But those guys, uh, you know, those guys, they, they got a good show over there. They it's, Dallas was the one who did yeah. the, um, I almost, I almost viewed YouTube uh, video. It was me and Dallas, because that's our only real video, me and Dallas doing the um, the chocolate, the Coco Challenge, Choco Challenge, which I think someone else still has to do, right? Yeah, me and Marty got to get together. The only reason we do, didn't do that is because we wanted to make sure that uh, Marty was in on his way to WrestleMania, so we couldn't participate at that time. But we're gonna do it. It's not that big a deal. It's yeah, you know. excuses. Oh, fuck off. But yeah, the um, I'm all for the Viking experience. As far as the people that are that are asking for their release, like I, 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 yeah. Oh, did Harper too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just came back, but yeah. So. Here's the thing, and I know Mercedes. I know Sasha is one of them. Sasha, sorry, good job. Is one of them. Now, so Sasha signed with the WWE really quick, really quick. Like she was, she was only like two years in. She hadn't made a lot of money on the independent level. Can I put side note in here? Sure. Um, if you have not watched NXT from the beginning, you need to do yourself a favor and go back and watch how the Four Horsemen originated. Oh, in NXT, and that will make a lot more sense when you look at how easily she's able to do what she's doing now with people on Twitter. Oh, go back and watch uh, Mercedes. Just Google Mercedes versus Mistress Belmont, and you'll see some awesome matches with her. Yeah, and um, but. So she didn't make a whole lot of money on the independent level. She can wrestle on the independent level. Absolutely. But being able to make money is different. So I just hope she doesn't do anything irrational. And I don't think she will. And I you think know, she is she's, I think she's working a lot of people right now. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. And I hope that's a part of it. I thought she was going to show up on SmackDown. I thought that was all going to be part of that. But she, little- I mean, so... We were privy to a picture. Like, everyone said they threw a tantrum afterwards, her and Bailey, after WrestleMania dropping the titles. Right. And 
it wasn't that they dropped the titles. It was that they dropped the titles so soon, so it makes the titles mean a little less, which is very true, and it's what they've been doing to the women titles, which is kind of buries the championship. But now, so I we had, there was a picture, I'll say that, I won't say where we saw it or who it was posted by. I think we can say we saw it, right? Or did we not see it? No, we saw it. We, we saw it before everybody else did. It's circulating now anyway. Okay. There's a picture of her, Bailey, in the Iconics, with the Iconics holding the belts. So how much of a temper tantrum did she throw at WrestleMania if she was mad about dropping the belts and then she's taking a picture with them smiling? He, think about the... that, people. And, like, guys in work stop me and they're like, what do you think about this? Did she really do this? Was, apparently there was a rumor that she hit somebody. She hit Dana Brooks or something. Yeah, dude, here's uh, here's the long and the short of it for me, right? Is is that these people from these other sites, and that's why we always stand behind Wrestling News Source, and that's why we're at where we're at and what we do what we do, is because they take the time to find what the story is and why. It wasn't mm-hmm. that she was pissed off because they lost. It wasn't that she was pissed off because of losing the belts. She was upset of the time frame in which they lost the belts and the time frame in which they let her and Bailey know that they were going to drop the titles. That was it. Period. End of story. Yeah. And I mean, did she look, did she take, is she taking some time off? Apparently so. Has she asked for a release? I don't know. I I hope she didn't. Like, I, I mean, I'd like to see her. I mean, she comes on the independent level. Her worth is up right now. Her value would be up. But that's not going to... She's not going to make the same as what she's making now. No. And she'd be responsible for her own merchandise, which I would highly recommend she use smart-marks.co.uk for the web stuff. That way there's it's one less thing she has to worry about. Those guys have been great to us. And there's some new products up there today. Yeah, I like the cold weather tweet. It's we have our hoodies out. And it's, it's hoodie weather. Summer. It's, no, it's so in Massachusetts, in snow. New England. I like that snow. <laughs> in in New England, it is hoodie weather straight into June. Yeah, like your jackets good. are away, the hoodies are out. Robert Kraft is working yeah. wearing hoodies. <laughs> 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 now. There's something else going on their site in the next couple of days, too, on smart-marks.co.uk. What? Tote bags. Tote bags? Yeah, like, the you know, the reusable shopping bags that... Oh, really? So, Boston... Boston banned plastic shopping bags. It's because you guys so, don't know what to do when you get your head stuck in them. You have to either use... <laughs> So your options in Boston are to carry all your groceries in your hands, pay five cents a bag for a paper bag, or you can um, bring your own reusable tote bags. What if I brought my fucking wagon? Well, you could do that too, but you're, yeah. you're usually still riding in your wagon as someone's wiping the drool off your mouth. That's right. But so Sometimes. like... Why I gotta wear my helmet? 
and they um they're gonna have our tote bags up in the next couple of days. I don't know the price on the tote bags. Um, the price on the hoodies though is thirty dollars. It's twenty nine dollars for all sizes. That's like thirty two twenty nine euro. Sorry, it's like thirty two dollars US. That's, that's all, all. That's all sizes up to five X because all like I was June? talking to them. And we were going over, and like the obviously the biggest sizes, people usually charge a little more. I said, I don't want to do that. Like, let's just no. do this, and this is the price. And I yeah. want to keep just it reasonable. Just because I am fucking big doesn't mean I should have to pay right. for my my clothes, even though it is more materials. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yeah, guys. So, guys so the, like the guys, Farrah, on, yeah, the guys on both ends of the spectrum are getting fucked here, but us guys in the middle are right. We're, right. we're doing it right. Yeah. Okay, we're cool. You know, we take it out. Of, it's It comes out, you know, whatever. It does cost us a little more, but we take it out of our end. And that's in promo code IRISH will save you a couple of bucks, too. So, sorry, IRISH15 will save you a couple of bucks. Nice. And that's, yeah. So, get yourself a hoodie for, actually, with the IRISH15, I believe it's going to come to under, it'll be under 30 bucks. And shipping to the U.S. from the U.K. is like $2. It's insanely cheap shipping. That's it? Yeah. Wow. So I'll be ordering a few. I know I'm going to order a couple of hoodies in the next week or two. And I'll probably order a tote bag and I'll, you know, maybe we'll do some type of giveaway with those guys. Those guys, like, those guys, since the day we jumped on, the Smart Marks, and that's, uh, Look them up on Twitter too. It's uh, I believe Smart Indie Shop, and um, they've just been insanely good to us as far as everything, like support, just little bits of support. Um, and they got their site's insane. They got some great stuff, and there's other wrestlers on there, like Sugar Duncanton. I always mention is on there because he's one of my favorite wrestlers. There's some other podcasts on there now too. Yeah, I saw that. But screw them. No, yeah. no, we support everybody, and that's um. No, we don't fuck them. <laughs> say that. <laughs> Beat the meat, though. But no, it's seriously, it's it's really cool that you know. I haven't bought my hoodie yet. I don't think you've bought yours yet. No. But I know for a fact a couple have sold. So, like the support that we get is insane. It makes me happy. That's yeah, it's crazy. Now, what else happened this week in pro wrestling other than us getting a hoodie? Dude, what Anthony, didn't happen? Anthony winning a title and Sasha and um, so we got New England All Star Wrestling is running again. They're bringing in Bull James, Bull Dempsey. Friday, May 10th, uh, in Hingham, Mass. $15, general admission, $10 for kids 10 and under. And uh, that's, you can go to any, neallstarwrestling.com. Shut that Alexa bitch up, would you? That wasn't her. I won't say her name because that'll bring her up. That was actually my phone. My phone actually <laughs> somehow picked it up, like yeah. the OK Google Shut- stuff. But this show's... This show was at the part of his tournament for his heavyweight title, and he's got um, he's got Teddy Goods, he's got Paul um, 
Paul Jordan, Nico Silva, all these guys are local local guys, Slick Wagner Brown, but they're all awesome. Masshole, Mike McCarthy, uh, Evan McCopolis. Like these guys are all great. So sorry, Ilya McCopolis. Uh it's just gonna be these it's literally the best guys in New England, plus Bull James. Uh, I think it's Bull James versus Paul Jordan, or whichever one of them wins that match gets put into the finals for the uh, the tournament. So, what are you holding in your hand right now? My phone, which I'm using as a light because I turn my lights well, on. Besides that, what's in the other hand? The posters, the flyers for the show. Your huh? hand makes those flyers look like they're. Eight by five cards. <laughs> I think they are actually about that. <laughs> but it's um, the the yeah these these little little ones for like the um, I get all the I get all of his posters and I get all of his postcards here because I'll be doing them putting them out this week. And the cool thing about this is it's it's in Hingham, Mass, which Hingham is like a really rich town, but it's accessible by bus, so. You know, it's it's cool, and that's one of the things that Caleb always fights for is to keep it tea accessible so people don't have to worry about driving and getting there. And I think they get a cash bar, so you don't have to worry about driving home. Nice. Yeah. Now, what was your big thing with the shakeup? Did you want you didn't catch much of it? I know you were working, but no, I'm still upset that, at the fact that we had opportunity to go and hang out with everybody in Impact and press passes and free tickets to the show and interviews whenever we wanted. Yes. We could talk to whoever we wanted and we didn't even fucking know. I sent, dude, I sent something up to talking mania. Um, Oh man, I gotta pull up the email. I sent something down to talk at the talking mania guys because they're in Toronto coming up and there's an opportunity to do a in person with Gail Kim, but yeah, 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 I think Toronto might be too far away from them. So, I mean, sharing the wealth, but it's, um, they are doing a show in Houston. Did you see that? What? Yeah. Impact is doing a show in Houston. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's, that, um, we're at in Houston. So. You, you got me intrigued. I do believe it's going to be at the world. It's I'm not sure if it's at the world's gym or not, but it is, um. I'm going to read this. This is the email we got from Impact Wrestling. Uh, Impact Wrestling teams up with Reality of Wrestling to present Deep oh Impact. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> yes, on Saturday. Yeah, you said July Houston. 6th. I was going to say Booker T, but I didn't, man. That's awesome. At the Booker T World Gym Arena near Houston, both promotions jointly announced. Deep Impact will feature cross-promotional dream matches with the stars of Impact Wrestling Battle and the stars from Reality of Wrestling. Who's the Rex, first ever Who's Rex going up against? I don't think they've given us any matches yet. No. But it's... Um, Booker T is the owner of Reality Wrestling, which has been training and developing top wrestlers from around the world since 2005. Which you can let- find on the Fight.tv app. You can he had a legendary in-ring career himself, shining in WCW, WWE, and Impact Wrestling. He's a two-time member of the WWE Hall of Fame, including his 2019 induction with his brother Stevie Ray as the WWE honored the 10-time tag team champions, Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat. He was the inaugural Legends champion 
and a world tag team champion with Scott Steiner during his run with Impact Wrestling. Reality wrestling has always been about spotlighting young talent and fresh talent. So to be able to put on our talented men and women on the same stage as those at Impact Wrestling, it's going to be a night to remember, Booker T said. Impact Wrestling's diverse talent roster features reigning world champion Johnny Impact, plus Rob Van Dam, Brian Cage, Killer Cross, Eddie Edwards, and Moose, among others. The Impact Knockouts division... And it's just going to list some of the Taya Valkyrie, their generational star, Tessa Blanchard, Madison Rain, Rosemary, Sue Young, and others. Rose, uh, reality of wrestling is the flagship professional wrestling in the state of Texas, led by multi-time former ROW champion Gino and featuring Mysterious Q, Ruthless Ryan Davis, Terrell Tempo, and the high-energy team of Zach Mason. Really? I knew it was Zach Mason up here that was a... Gonna have to look into that. And Warren Johnson, among others. Reality of Wrestling is on Fight TV every set. Sunday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time on Reality of Wrestling's official YouTube channel and realityofwrestling.com. And it doesn't cost you a thing to watch it, right? Not nope. a thing. And tickets to Deep Impact, if you're in the Houston area, are available at realityofwrestling.com slash row-events slash deep-impact-july-6th. We'll have that in the description. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. And, so, uh, yeah, I knew, I didn't know if you had seen that or not. And I knew when I read that first line, you were going to go nuts. Cause I went nuts. Like that is so, so now here's the thing. Booker T is still under contract, right? Well, yeah, with WAB, but I don't think yeah. that has, I mean, he, they let, they let him do his thing with impact. I have to think he has permission. I have to think he has permission for this. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, home, it's his own business venture. I'm sure when he comes there, they they don't touch anything as far as his ROW stuff goes. It the stuff with um, the Toronto thing is they're doing Impact Wrestling Rebellion pay per view on April 28th at the. Rebel Entertainment Complex in Toronto. If people are interested in that, if you're up, if you're our neighbors to the north, as they say. Yeah, and speaking of the north, uh, the new tag team of Josh Alexander and Ethan Page uh, together now in Impact, known as the North. Is that well? Well, makes sense. <laughs> but that's just like I mean, it, it's it's cool that we get this stuff. Like we get random. We got Phil Stampa who. Phil is a, he's either a Philly or a Jersey guy. I'm not sure what And check him out. Like if you, if you're a wrestler, you want to be a wrestler. You just want to go to a lot of wrestling shows. Phil puts out this list of what companies are running, what days and where. So there is no excuse if you're a wrestler not to get booked. Here's a list of companies running. Reach out. Tell hey, them what. Let me ask. Let me ask you a question. Anybody running in Montana? No. <laughs> no. Don't even have to double check the. Uh... No, we have our own fill <laughs> for that. He he takes care of our uh, our Northwest stuff. Yes. And he was Defy. he's been going through some stuff with uh, his family the past couple of weeks, so I thought so with him too. So. Good dog. 
would you say? He's a good dog. But, but Phil is a, Phil is. I I had tweeted something because I like once in a while I feel like I have to tweet to mention Phil because he does so much for us. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and I had tweeted WrestleMania. I was like, "Who wants to read a review of WrestleMania weekend and all the festivities by our own guy here?" And he got back to me and said, "I can't. I'm not watching it because he had some stuff going on." So right. we are. I thoughts and prayers are with you. Always. But how cool is it that we get to like? So not only do we get to like, we get this stuff, but we get to kind of like help it out like when we can't go like we can't obviously like we're not going up to toronto to interview gail kim in person but how cool would that be and how cool is it that i can like, we just reached i reached out to the talking mania guys and was like hey yeah you know i don't know how close you guys are to this but if you're interested here you go it turns out it was too far for them too but like that's, we're, always gonna, we're always gonna do that man if we could if we know a podcast or somebody around there that's really i mean Pacamania is no joke. I mean, they had Mick Foley on their show when he was up there doing his tour. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're good cats. Him and J Bomb and Desmino do a really good job. So, when we have the opportunity to pay it forward, or you know, if, if we know that podcast or they're in the area, we're definitely gonna, yeah, even with the impact stars, dude. It's just we, we try to spread the love the Brooklyn way, but yeah, it's so like there's just a lot going on, and it's we're having fun with it again, and that's the cool part. It's like, I had a shitty day today. And, like, me and you started texting, and I'm like, we recording tonight? Yep. And then you were like, I'm ready to go. I was like, cool, let's do this. And then you sent out a tweet saying you hated me. <laughs> I don't hate you. I just hate the name. I love the name. Uh, I just think it's so like so. What are you gonna market this war machine? What do you got? Oh, war raiders. What are you gonna throw out there? You gonna throw some toy tanks? Mm. You think about all the Viking stuff you can put out there. The t-shirts. Oh man, the t-shirts are gonna be insane. The t-shirts are gonna be insane. Like it's gonna be legit Vikings. They're not like Vikings. They're Vikings. Like there, there's gonna be some cool ass stuff coming out like on the it's I can't wait what about Buddy Murphy I know you're a big Buddy Murphy fan now I, I, I am going to Smackdown I like it and I like uh, who went to Raw uh, you who got was the, out of the 205 Miz? Live the, oh shit I don't remember Black Kid that doesn't help me Cedric Alexander. Okay, yeah. Went to Raw. Like, I think that's awesome. I think, because I've been saying that all along, like, I think 205 Live should have its show. And I think those two should still be on 205 Live. But I also oh, think absolutely. 205, but I also think those guys need to be main roster. And sort of, like, you could make 205 Live Sunday Night Heat. Dude, do you remember, maybe you, I mean, you've always, you were always a WWF guy, right? Yeah. 100%. So I, in the beginning, I went back and forth. Like, I wavered. I was that kid that had two TVs. I recorded one while I watched the other one. You know, I was that dude. So when um, they first started with uh, the Cruiserweight division, they had a specific hour. Like, the first hour was Cruiserweights, dude. You knew that going into it. 
and then they got in the rest of it. Yeah, right? was that the like the SA Rios days and stuff? Exactly, you know, and you had Rey Mysterio and all those other guys. You know, I mean, you had Penta, uh, fucking, you had the- Yushin Thunder Liger and all those guys there. So, I mean, it's it's relative. It's it's cool because it's a different. It's it's not just a heavyweight slugging it out and doing the shit that they do. It's, I haven't really talked to you on air since Mania, huh? No, we haven't. Dude, Muda wrestled at Madison Square Garden. I know. Do you know who else did? Brian Malonis. <laughs> Matt Taven. Dude. But think about that. Muda. How long? Muda's a legend. Yes. That was his first time ever. That's ridiculous. Because he never worked for WWE. That's so. But like uh, getting to like I go back and listen to uh, my interview with uh, Dave Cole and talking about that. And, like he was there and he painted that canvas. Dude, that's so cool. Like for for people you don't know, like the, most of the canvases you guys see during WrestleMania weekend is like uh, wrestle uh, wrestling artists. And Dave Cole did four. He did four right for that weekend. Six. Six. Okay, he did. I only saw four, so he did six. Yeah, he said that was his busiest time he's ever had. Yeah, he went through the process of what he does, on how he does them. He has to spread them out at a local. Uh, he he's out. He's in. I think he's in Seattle now. Yeah, and he uh, he spreads them out at a local. Um, basketball court to draw the initial drawing, to do the sketching, the outline. And then he takes over his whole living room where his uh, his girlfriend somehow allows him to do this and just takes over the living room for like weeks at a time for each one. And he's partnered up with... Um, I think he's partnered up with Smartmox Video, so like you can buy his canvases through them. Really? Yeah, which is cool. It's uh, he did that. He did two for Joey Janela. Uh, he did Game Changer plus the Bloodsport one. He did Impact, I believe. But just for him, like he's like, dude, I sat there and. Uh, Muda and Jushin Liger had like a standoff in my ring. Dude, that is so cool. He said the second Muda came out, like, because he didn't know. And he was just sitting there and his like first initial is, oh shit, I'm seeing Muda. And then it was, oh shit, Muda's in my ring. Right. You know, but that's, he got to go to, um, he got to go to a lot of the WrestleMania stuff. Like he went to Mania itself and you got to take in some of the stuff like um, the Beyond show and all of that. And let me ask you a question. This is serious stuff, right? Since we're kind of we're getting towards the end, we're wrapping stuff up. Um, slang in professional wrestling, right? Yeah. When we talk about Mark, right, or a Mark. Sure. Um, I'm do a you mark. consider like do, huh? I'm a Mark. Okay, so in what aspect? I mean, like in well, what way? I'm a fan. I'm somebody that if you entertain me, I might buy your shirt. 
I okay. might, you know what I mean? I, if I'm entertained, I'm going to buy a ticket. And that's what a mark is. A mark is someone in the audience that might spend money. So you want to use them to, as a mark. Okay. That's well, one of the old Connie terms that they still use and that they still use properly, unlike half of the other Connie term, terms that are used. Right. And let me ask you this. So when, when you say you're a mark for somebody, that really means that you're, you're a fan, right? Yes. So it's not a negative connotation, correct? No, it it can be used as one, but it's really not. It's like that guy's a mark. We don't take mark. it that way. We don't we don't take it literally, no, right? It's more of a like it's more of an insult to a wrestler than it is to an actual fan. Like a fan should be a fan. Like you're that stay on stay on that side of the barricades unless you're trained. It's the people who get trained that are still, you know, hunting out autographs and stuff like that where somebody will call someone a mark and it's like an insult. Right. But at the same point, so a, a wrestling fan spends 10 to $15 a show. Say the average fan, I'm not talking the Damon Farris, I'm talking the average yeah. fan. Say they go to two shows a month at ten bucks a show for easy math. They spend two hundred forty dollars a year, right? Okay, maybe they buy a couple of t-shirts. We'll round it up to three fifty. I'll round it up okay. high. A wrestling school costs about fifteen hundred dollars. Yes, roughly. And there's some that are more expensive. There's some that are least expensive. So who's the bigger mark? <laughs> that's the answer I was looking for and I'm not saying anything but like you have to be a huge fan of pro wrestling to get into pro wrestling like the the people who do it for the fame and fortune don't usually work out I mean sometimes but not not it's not the it's kind of the exception to the rule so if you're a type of person that looks at a mark as a negative connotation then you're really in this for the money right yeah. But hashtag I mean, Chelsea. Never mind. Hashtag who? Never mind. I'm going to leave this out. one alone for right now. Put it out there. Put it out there. Let me ask. Okay. You just, I just, no, just no, come I'm real curious because right? I don't know where you were going with that. So uh, Chelsea Green posts, she puts this thing on Twitter of, a, of somebody, you know, putting their face down and hiding. And it says, Me, when wrestling fans say gimmick, kayfabe, or mark. Oh. So, yeah, there is so those words, and I don't say them too often. I purposely try not to because I don't belong saying a lot of them. So neither do I. And that's why we stay, that's but, why we steer clear of it. Um, those words were meant as a way for the wrestlers to communicate along with there's, a, there's another method they have, or a couple other methods they have to communicate without the fans knowing what they were saying. So that way there, and it wasn't that the fans weren't good enough to understand what they were saying. It wasn't the fans aren't cool enough to understand what they're saying. It, it keeps the illusion. So they can say, I'm going to hit you in the head right now without the fan next to them understanding that he said that. Right. You know, it's literally, it's a secondary language. 
WWE exposed it with a gimmick very for a very short period of time uh, a couple of years ago. And I know a couple of wrestlers that were like, this is the last thing we have, and they're fucking exposing it. Right. Um, and I won't say who, because I don't want people going back and studying the language, because it's not used too widely anymore, and there's people that wrestle that can't speak it, because it's, it's used that infrequently, you know what I mean? Right. But like, it's just Kate, like, Babe, and it... Mark kind of got washed out to the... Um, they kind of got washed out to the fans in... Now it's people say, oh, that's kayfabe, or, you know, and they use it right. They, they, it's not like they're not using it right or anything, but it's, you're using a term that a very niche market understands. Like, why, you know? Right. Because if you're really using that, you think you're in the business. Like, you're, and I can see exactly where she's coming from. It's like when people use those, and they're obviously not qualified to be using those words and the connotation that they are, I can see where that's could piss somebody off, especially right. when you're in the business. Right. That's why I, I asked for, that's why I ask you for the clarification on shit like this. So I'm not in the wrestling business. I was never in the wrestling business. I was always, I was around it since Oh five. You were I've, a groupie. I've only spoken <laughs> that language other than kayfabe and Mark, like that. I've said, sure. But like, in conversation with them about something that that related to. Right. I've only spoken the real language that I can remember one time, and that was because I had to communicate something to somebody with a bunch of fans around that would have exposed something. Right. So, and I will say it's like a very, it's a very simple language they use, and nobody around me understood it. I was sort of, I was sort of impressed. <laughs> but it's just not for you know and it's again it's like something that it's a language they have to protect the fans so that you true, stay fans if you understood rude. everything that happened in that wrestling ring and as much as you think you do you don't i don't none of us do unless you're trained um it, unless you understand what if you understood everything that went on in the wrestling ring you wouldn't be a fan of it you would completely right. lose your suspension of disbelief, and you wouldn't be able to set that aside. Well, you see some of that in the repeated spots of some of these younger guys. Like the spots and the setups and the posts and all that stuff are yep. the same. They're the same. Right? Yeah. And they become they become we say that because we have really seen them time and time and time and time again, but in different forms or in different acts of that live act that we see in different places. Now, here's what I would say to someone like Chelsea Green saying something like that, and I mean no disrespect to her, but if... Why those, acknowledge it? Right. But if those words weren't exposed... In, so here's the thing. Me and you... It's wrestling news source or nothing as far as news sites. Right. We are not a news site. We're, we're a podcast that talks about wrestling. We're not somewhere where you're going to go and get your wrestling news. We, we might discuss it, but we might not at the same time. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but if those words weren't exposed to 
guys like Dave Meltzer and guy, you know, guys like that that they they're doing something right because they're making some money off of wrestling, right? But if those, but they also expose a lot of it. And if it if those words and this stuff wasn't exposed to them by wrestlers or by promoters and you know people in the business, then the fans wouldn't know them, right? So those would those locker room words would remain locker room words, and the carny speak wouldn't be exposed at all, and none of that would be out there. But it is, so we have to deal with it, and it has it's something that you know has to be worked around. I purposely don't say those words because I don't belong saying them. And neither do we. And neither do I. We just you know, don't. It's just it's not it's not cool. In uh, out of my friends here, the the people that I hang with here, I think maybe two of them are wrestling fans, so they would have no idea what I meant if I said something was kayfabe or I said you know oh he's a mark or anything like that. Given you know what's what's that gimmick over there? Uh, you know whatever, right. So, well, cool. My 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 dilemma has been solved. That sparked like a ten minute conversation. Well, it just it's one of those things where you know we we get it out there, we talk about it, and we make it known. That's yeah. That's just how, and that's my feelings. Like you say whatever word you want to say. Like you can say "fuck diddly do." That doesn't mean everyone around you is going to know what "fuck diddly do" means. Right. You know, I might and, know what fuck diddly D means, but not fuck diddly right, do. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's... So, it is what it is. I'll do a whole show. Maybe one day I'll do a whole show on Connie speak just to piss everyone off. Oh, my God. You're getting shot. You're going you're gonna to come up with them. <laughs> I'll have to... I, I'll reach out to Sin and we'll do it. That'd be funny. <laughs> I can't do it. Like, here's, here's the thing with their language. I say it slow, and I have to, like, when you say something to me, I have to break it down to understand it. Right. So I'm slow responding, too, but it's, um, it is what it is, and I wouldn't really do that. That that would expose a lot, and that's not what we're about. I'm a, Like, I want wrestling to be fun, like... I want to watch Vikings kick Zack Ryder and fucking Kurt Hawkins' ass. <laughs> and I want to believe that they're Vikings. So they got to have names like Ivor and Eric. Ivar. I've never heard of a Guinness. I've never heard of a fucking... Of a Viking named Hansen before. So his okay, name had to that. change. You know? Yeah, I get it. I may not like it, but I get it. So that's it. Is what it is. I I think it's cool. I think it's gonna be fun. Cool. Well, man, I think we're good. I think we got it. Yeah, that's All right, guys. Thank you for listening. It's been a fun show, and I remember to hit record ten minutes in. <laughs> See you next week. See you next Tuesday. Cool, dude. Let me hit stop. Record.